Hi, welcome to AnimeCons TV. I'm Patrick Delahanty, and I'm here to talk about SAC Anime Summer 2019. Now, Patrick, you might be thinking, doesn't SAC Anime usually take place over Labor Day weekend? It's August. How are you reporting on this convention that hasn't even taken place yet? Well, this year they moved the Summer SAC Anime to June. It was held June 7th through 9th. Um, originally, I thought that was because they didn't want to have to compete with uh, Crunchyroll Expo, and Crunchyroll Expo moved onto their weekend, so I figured ra rather than fight them, they'd like, all right, we'll just move to summer and then it'll be six months. Actually, that's not the reason. They moved because starting in July, the Sacramento Convention Center started to do renovations. And so as of this time, the Convention Center is closed and not holding any events, so they had to move it to June. Uh, that means that the winter edition and next summer are not going to be at the Sacramento Convention Center. They're actually moving the convention to Cal Expo. And then in January 2021, they'll be moving back to the Sacramento Convention Center, all renovated and hopefully much better. And uh, But I'm getting ahead of myself because this is that's like over a year from now. And I'm here to talk about this past convention from June. Um, now, we've covered SAC anime a number of times in the past, both the winter and the summer edition. And uh, really, this is not much different. If you go back at our other reviews, it's, it's largely unchanged. Uh, they don't have the Falling Skies actors back this year. They, t they seem to be focusing more on the the type that would be either anime or associated with anime and so they've got a lot more guests that fall into that instead of trying to branch out into a, a sci-fi cable series um, and, and so that seems to fit well um, and there are a few minor differences but I'll go through different things the first thing I noticed when I got there the place was packed now I don't have the attendance figures for what it was but it was clearly more people than I've seen there ever before. This, this place, uh, they used the entire convention center and it was still uh, hard to get through some areas because there's so many people. Um, I wouldn't say it was overcrowded, but I wouldn't want to see a lot more people in there because some of those, uh, some of those areas were bursting at the seams. Um, they do have essentially three large uh, main event or panel rooms. They have uh, a large main event room that's upstairs that they use for uh, guest panels and other similar things that'll bring in large audience. They use Hall C downstairs for special events. Uh, that's where they do their dance, the masquerade, and they had a couple large panels in there. Uh, and they also have a featured events room. It's not quite as big as main events, but uh, it's also for you know very popular panels. So you can see featured events here is about half the size of main events. Uh, Hall C, it's on a different floor, so I don't know if the size scales between the two pages, but um, they also have an entire room that's the size of Hall C, it's Hall D. It's dedicated to guest autographs. There are free autographs, premium autographs, VIP. Um, and so in the past, sometimes those halls have been taken by uh, Greek Expo. I think that maybe that's only during the winter. 
it's hard keeping track with the summer and winter editions, but, uh, but they had the whole convention center this time. Uh, they had two smaller panel rooms. Let me show them here. There's this one up here, this little tiny one. And then there's this little, where is it? This little tiny one down here. And so they had some fan panels running in those. And actually, when I was looking through the schedule, I was actually disappointed by the number of fan panels. Now, in the past, I complained that they had too many Ask a Character panels. It seems like they heard those complaints, because I couldn't have been the only one. And they've drastically reduced, so it's not such an insane percentage of their uh, panel schedule that's all Ask a Character. I mean, they still have a couple, and that's fine. But when you look at the schedule, like on Friday, uh, each of the panel rooms has five panels each throughout the day. On Saturday, we've got uh, five and six panels, and on Sunday, it's two and three panels. And they leave a half-hour gap between each panel, and that's good, but they could fit a few more panels in there. And it, you know, if, they're, if they're not getting panel applicants, they should go out and approach some people. Maybe people have run panels in the past and say, hey, do you want to come back and do this? Your panel is well attended. Or reach out to some new people in the community and say, hey, would you be interested in coming to SAC Anime? Run a panel. We'll give you a badge. You know, Get people in to run panels and fill up that panel schedule. Give people more alternative programming. And especially with the hallways becoming crowded, uh, filling the panel rooms is a good way to get people out of the halls. And so that helps to alleviate overcrowding. That's a little uh, convention organizer trick that I picked up back in 2008. Anyway, um, uh, they had uh, guest of honor and uh, cosplay photo ops. They had a room dedicated to that where you could go and uh, buy some photos, professional looking photos with uh, guests of honor. And uh, Sack Anime also has been known, as long as they've been in the convention center, uh, for having their outdoor terrace balcony as a place for cosplayers to go and take photos. Unfortunately, this year, two-thirds of it was under construction. It was closed off for renovations. I guess they had to start that part early or something. Uh, and so the cosplayers were just left with a much smaller area. And uh, so everybody had to crowd into that. And hopefully the whole thing will be open when they're back in a year and a half. Um, they did offer a cosplayer lounge this year, and I hadn't seen that before. Uh, and it's a place where cosplayers could just go, uh, if they have a big helmet or something, take it off, relax, put their feet up. Uh, there was a lot of people sitting on the floor, sitting in chairs. They also had some refreshments for sale, and some fellow cosplayers were offering free repairs. Um, they had a tabletop gaming area, and boy, was that room packed when I went in there. I hardly saw any open seats and there certainly weren't any open tables. It was very popular and very busy and they've moved that into a larger room and I can see why. Uh, they also had uh, collectible card gaming, CCG, and that room looked very popular as well. Uh, there was a few open spots but it, it was pretty popular, pretty packed. Uh, they also have a console gaming room which I actually didn't notice when I was there because it's so small and it's so hidden away. I confess, I thought they had got rid of the console gaming because I didn't see it until just before I was recording this uh, recap, I looked at the map and I noticed down here it says console gaming. And I was like, 
console game room and I saw rooms 101 to 104. It's like, oh, where's that? And I looked around, couldn't find it. It's these tiny rooms right here. And I wish I had known about this before so I could have stuck a camera in there, but those rooms are tiny. So yeah, second May is definitely not a place to go if you're looking for console gaming because I, I can't imagine there were too many offerings in that tiny, tiny room. Um, or two rooms, four rooms. It's a tiny space. Uh, the, now, the rest of SAC Anime, you've got the exhibit hall, and that's really where a lot of people spend most of their time. Uh, it's the largest room, and there's a lot in there. They combine their vendors and their artist alley in there. Uh, they also had their indie zone for the uh, independent artists, which I think everybody in Artist Alley would be. But uh, that place was also packed. And because there's so many people in there, I don't know if the AC couldn't keep up, but it was really humid and it was very warm. And it, I can't imagine having to be there in there all day because it was getting uncomfortable. And if you were in cosplay, it must have been very uncomfortable because, you know, I was just wearing shorts and a t-shirt and it's like, oh, oh, geez. Oh. So, I don't know, maybe in the last month, the convention center was cutting corners and turned the AC down or something. But hopefully that's fixed when they renovate the place. Um, and uh, yeah, the aisles, they were, they were crowded. It was hard to get through there because there's so many people looking at everything to see. Uh, they had, uh, I think in the past they complained about the width of the aisles, and they seemed to be better this year. I didn't really notice too much, except some aisles had a ton of people in it, which made it hard to get through. Uh, and then in the back they had concession stands, and there was not a whole lot of room between the artist booth and the concession stand. Uh, you really, had, if there was a line at the conf a con concession stand, it was really hard to get through because people are in line and, you know, it's only, I don't know, it's like 12 feet or something, which might sound like a lot, but when you're in a huge convention center, 12 feet, that's, you know, not, not much space. And if they're going to have those concession booths open, you've you got to leave more space around it just for the lines for the concession stand because it, it's hard to get through when people are waiting in line and people are trying to get through in the artist alley and just a, a better organization of space. Speaking of better organization, I did notice in their program guide, uh, I mentioned before, I think a couple of years ago how they had printed the artist alley guide and it had like letters on the map and numbers in the alphabetical guide which made it impossible to look up where people are well this year where's this map so they've got this guide to all the exhibitors and artists uh and if you you can see their exhibitors indie zone artists and they've all got marked a letter and a number a uh, couple letters and some numbers depending on what type they are and so then you can use it to find where they are on this map well if you look at the map, okay, the vendors are all printed sideways, which is fine. Every artist over here, they've got it printed upside down. So they should have just rotated the map 
180 degrees, the vendors would still be sideways, but you wouldn't have to go like this to see all the artists. Uh, this is just a page layout issue. And I don't know how they let this happen. Did they not have a proof? Did they not look through the guide? And I'm sure this will be fixed next time, but maybe it'll be some other mistake and they should really uh, pay more attention to their publications. Uh, nice cover on the guide, by the way. And uh, so that's SEC Anime Summer 2019, held in June. Uh, the next SAC anime will be their usual one in early January, but this one will be at Cal Expo. And uh, I'm not familiar with that facility, but uh, I hope it works out. And uh, then next Labor Day will be the next SAC anime. It'll also be at uh, SAC Anime Summer. It'll also be at Cal Expo. And that is lit back to Labor Day weekend, September 4th through 6th. So I'm not sure what Crunchyroll Expo's dates are going to be, but that's going to be about two hours away and probably the same weekend. Uh, and, you know, honestly, if you have to choose between the two, uh, go to whichever one's closer. Uh, yeah, if you, and it, you know, maybe if you've been to one a lot, go check out the other. And then you'll know for next time. Although, I don't know if. Cal Expo is a good judge for SAC anime because the next time you go, it'll be back at uh, Sacramento Convention Center. Anyway, yeah, just, you know, check out the guests, see who's going to which, and you'll have to decide. And it's unfortunate they're, they're all trying to be on Labor Day weekend, but, because uh, I, I liked it in June, and apparently a lot of other people did because there were a ton of people there. So hopefully they'll just move back to June. Don't go on Labor Day weekend. There's other stuff going on. June is better. Anyway, that's what I thought about SAC Anime Summer 2019. If you have thoughts about SAC Anime, whether it's SAC Anime Summer, their move to Cal Expo, or anything else, or other conventions that you've attended this summer, please drop us a line. You can write to us at podcast at animecons.tv, or you can leave us a voicemail at 762-ADEQUATE. That's 762-233-7828. And we look forward to hearing from you. Next week, Doug will be here to talk about Anime Next 2019. See you then.